Apostles podcast listeners. This is Matt. I am the pastor of worship and arts here at All Souls Church. And if you will humor me for just a moment, I'm going to hijack this channel, use it in a way that we do not usually use it. And if you could do two things, one, if you could listen, and then two, if you could give us your feedback, if you could send feedback either to matt at allsoulsknoxville.com or jill at allsoulsknoxville.com. That would be really helpful to us as we think about the ways we use this podcast in the future. And with that, let's take just a few minutes and talk about Holy Week. Anytime that we enter one of these seasons of the church calendar, the church year, anytime that we come up on one of these feasts... It is good and wise to ask questions. And probably the best questions that you can ask are the obvious questions that no one wants to ask. So the next few minutes, I would love to just take a long way around to the the answer to the question of what is Holy Week? Why Holy Week? And then two, I I would love to invite you to several of the things that we have planned for Holy Week. The church year and these liturgical seasons are really meant to be a tool that keeps us rooted in the story of Scripture, in the story of the life of Jesus, and in what He does and what He says, and also in the coming of the Holy Spirit and the way that that formed the early church and the way that that continues to to make us the church now. And as we try to answer those bigger questions of sort of what is Holy Week and why do we do this thing, it's good for us to go back to the story and to, to let that guide us into it. So let's jump over to Luke and we're going to let him lead us back to Holy Week. So there's a moment about a third of the way through Luke's gospel where the story shifts in this subtle sentence, but in a really big way. And in Luke chapter 9 verse 51 Luke just says that Jesus set his face to go to Jerusalem some translations say he set his face like flint or he stiffened his face or he steadfastly determined to go to Jerusalem but it all dances around this really intentional physical deliberate decision of going to Jerusalem But then 10 chapters go by before Jesus actually arrives in Jerusalem. And it is anything but a direct journey in those chapters. But Luke keeps reminding us 17 times. He says he's on his way. Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. So he works really hard to tell us that everything that's happening, all that Jesus says and does, is aimed towards Jerusalem and happens in the looming shadow of everything that is going to happen when Jesus arrives in that city. And he uses all the tools in his literary toolbox to draw our hearts and our attention to that final week in Jerusalem. And it isn't just Luke. All four gospel writers spend a really disproportionate amount of time and words recounting Jesus' last week and death compared to the rest of his life and ministry. 40% of Matthew, 60% of Mark, 33% of Luke, and almost 50% of John walk us through the events that fall between Jesus' final entry into Jerusalem and the ascension. 
And in these unique ways, they all seem to say in unison, hey, slow down, pay attention. We are about to walk straight into the heart of this good news about this man named Jesus. As a community, we've really tried to slow down during Lent to make this a time where we take a closer look at our hearts, to abide in Christ in deeper ways, to let God prune and soften our hearts. And we're coming to the end, and we call this last week of Lent Holy Week. And that's not because there's anything holy about it on its own, but it's because the story that we stop and retell and remember over the course of this week is absolutely holy. It's the thing at the center of, of what we believe. So Holy Week is, is a week that, just like the gospel writers, invites us to abide with Jesus by slowing down, making time to walk with him through his final week in Jerusalem, and by paying attention to all that he says and all that he does and, and to who he is in these moments. And just like most of the weeks of our lives, it is a quick week. It's one of the things that is so striking about Holy Week is just how quickly all these things happened. And it's easy for us to go from waving palm branches one week to shouting Easter Alleluia's the next week without really thinking about it in between. There's so much that can keep us busy. There's so much that distract us. And it's true for all of us. But if we, can, if we can find just a little bit of time, if we can find short moments to stop, there is such a rich story for us to fall into. There's such a deep picture of Jesus for us to see and take in. So we want to take advantage of that opportunity. So what is All Souls doing for Holy Week 2019? What can I do? What's available? How can I give this thing a shot? Can I lean into Holy Week a little more? Thanks for asking. Uh, so on, on Palm Sunday, we will actually start as a congregation out in the courtyard, outside of the square room where you usually enter in. And we will walk into the square room, process into the square room together as a family waving palm branches and singing Hosanna to remember Jesus's entrance into Jerusalem. So come Sunday, worship with us. That's how we kick it off. And then starting Tuesday, and from Tuesday through Friday, from 8.30 in the morning to 8.30 at night, the third floor conference room at Four Market Square, right there next to the All Souls offices, will be will be an open prayer chapel, uh, open to anybody at, at any of those times. And there will be artwork up on the wall around the room and and small booklets of scripture and prayer and reflections really just to walk us through the story of Jesus's life and those key moments between his praying and being tempted in the garden of Gethsemane all the way to his death and burial and it's a loose version of what what traditionally has been called the stations of the cross and that might mean all kinds of things to all kinds of people but this is, is really just a way for us to engage with art and scripture and prayer, to move around a room, reminding ourselves of this story. Thursday of Holy Week, we, we call Monday Thursday, and it's, it's a way around of, of saying that Jesus gave 
some mandates to his disciples in the upper room as they as they had the Last Supper and commanding them to, to love one another, to serve one another. As he gave them the gift of the Lord's Supper, as he promised that the Holy Spirit would come. And so we remember that together, and we'll, we'll do that through a Monday, Thursday, Tenebrae service. And the Tenebrae service basically is a service of shadows. And it's a way that we recognize that for Jesus, Holy Week, as it, as it moved forward, was a week of increasing and intensifying darkness until he was bearing all of the darkness of, of our hearts and of the world on the cross. And then from 7 to 8, we'll have a potluck down in the square room because Jesus had a meal with his friends. And so let's have a meal with our friends. So come out, bring your family, bring a dish, because that is what a potluck is. Friday, Good Friday, we have a chance to to walk as a community with other churches downtown through Stations of the Cross that are kind of set up and presented around Crutch Park. And then on Saturday, on Holy Saturday, which is really a day of remembering that Jesus was dead, that Jesus was a cold, dead body in the ground all day. On Saturday, God himself dead in the tomb. Um, and so again, we will we'll have a tenebrae service in the conference room from 6 to 7.30 p.m. And then all of it comes to an end that night. And we, we immediately at midnight switch from Holy Week into the joy and feast and incredible thing. That is Easter and resurrection and, and, and everything changing. So at 10 a.m., we will worship together at World's Fair Park in the amphitheater. And, and we'll remember together that, that Jesus didn't stay a cold, dead body in the grave. So those are the ways that we are engaging with Holy Week this year. And those are the times we're hoping to come together to to tell this story, to hear this story, and to be formed and shaped by the Jesus at the center of the story. And I hope you'll come out and, and take advantage of these opportunities and in all these things, in these prayers and scriptures and gatherings and meals, and just in these days that you are met by the risen Christ who loves you more than you will ever comprehend. But may you get a taste of that love in these days. Thanks for listening. Peace be with you.